0: Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. All right, I've got Tom Schwab with me from Interview Valet, and uh, he's let me ask him three questions about what he does to help the podcasting world. So Tom, uh, what is the rut you help podcasters get out of? Obscurity. Because we're all in this small
1: world and it's, we don't know what we don't know. And uh, there's all kinds of things. With what you know right now, your product, your service, your knowledge, you could help so many people if they only knew about you. So I think the biggest rut we all have is obscurity.
0: Awesome. And what was it that inspired you to help people get out of this rut? Uh, To me, I
1: I look back. I grew up in a small town. I hadn't been more than 100 uh, miles away. And so for me, my world was really small. And I felt like it became a coffin at times. I was blessed enough to go into the Navy, see the world. My world got expanded. And, you know, today there's a lot of problems in the world, but there's no better time to be alive. I mean, think about it. Here we are. We're both standing here and recording this, and it's going to be heard throughout time. So um, that's what really caused me. It's like I, I knew what the small world looked like. And I didn't want to see it that way anymore for me or for anybody else.
0: Nice. And what's the best way people can reach you and uh, get your services? So
1: we're at interviewvalet.com. I always have to say it's small or slowly because a buddy of mine said, why did you call it interview ballet? And I'm like, no, it's Valet with a V. So just go to interviewvalet.com. Uh, I'm,
0: I'm there and uh, so is our company. Awesome. So if you've got a business to promote, a book to promote, some way you want to change the world and you want to get on a podcast as a guest or if you're a podcaster this is the site to check out tom thank you so much thank you jerry you're listening to beyond the rut the weekly podcast about inspiring and equipping you to make your own path and live the life you've always dreamed of beyond the rut this episode is all is all about showcasing some of the great people i met while i was in orlando florida at podcast movement 2019 and with each of these folks i asked them three main questions The first question was, what is the rut you're helping people get out of? The second question was, what was it from their own life experiences that inspired them to help people in this way? And the third question, of course, is how can people reach you in order to listen to your show, seek help from you and all that? So this is a different episode than usual. And I'm excited that Brandon and I are going to bring this to you. So you'll hear some commentary from Brandon. You'll hear him introduce the next speaker. He got to hear all of these clips. So sit back and relax unless you're driving. In that case, we do need you to stay safe. Uh, but before we dive into this episode, there's just one thing I want to ask you to do. If you haven't already subscribed to our show, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, TuneIn, Alexa, wherever you're listening to this. I believe CastBox is out there as well, because my friend, Renee Barrera, he listens to our show on CastBox. There we go. Now that you've hit the button, let's begin. Brandon, who is our first guest?
2: All right. Coming up next, we have Shay Sparks, who just got to spend a couple of minutes with us in Orlando at Podcast Movement. But Jerry got some really good questions, and as always, she shares some great advice.
3: So I help people. Their rut, I guess, would be more of their um, negative inner dialogue. So a lot of times we go through life thinking that we are weak or incompetent, stupid, lazy, those types of things. And what we don't realize is that... Someone along the lines of our life had said one negative thing to us, and we gra- our brain grabbed onto it and ran with it. So it literally just holds on to it, and it's that story repeats over and over and over. It's like, oh, you're you're weak. It's because you're incompetent. It's because you're stupid or you're lazy. And the truth is, it's a lie, right? It's totally a lie. That, that's the truth. And unless you identify it and be able to rewrite it in a different script, you're going to continue to think it. You're going to continue to battle that you're stupid or weak or incompetent or lazy, among other things, right? And so sometimes you get triggered by something, like could be um, a coworker not doing their job or letting you down or things to that nature, or your boss being upset with you because a project wasn't done on time. Or even your spouse wasn't um, communicating effectively somehow and that triggered you, and you immediately go back to that thinking. So how I help people is really dive into what it is that they're thinking and rewrite it. So I call it kind of retrain your brain.
0: Shay really hits the nail on the head when it comes to self-talk and how important it is for us to get out of our ruts. If you feel like you can get out of a rut, you believe it, you truly believe that life can be better for you, guess what? It's true. If you also believe that you are stuck where you are, that's also true. So what you believe, what you tell yourself is so very important. And it's great to have somebody like Shay out there helping people get out of that rut. The next question I ask her has to do with what inspired her from her own experiences to help people in this way. And this was her answer.
3: Well, I actually, actually learned that through an abusive relationship, actually, I figured out that I had that, that inner negative dialogue before I ever met him. And so when he came along, he just fed into that negativity. I'm like, well, of course, it's true. He, he says so, right? And when I got out of that, I was like, okay, how can I really figure out a way to retrain my brain? And it, I literally did that. I had to retrain my brain, and it works. And so now there is no beating myself up. It's more about, okay, let's take a step back, and is this really what happened, or is this a story that I tell myself about what happened? Because those are two separate things.
0: And finally, I ask Shay, how can people reach out to her in case they want her help, or they want her to speak at an event for them? This is her response. This is how you can get in touch with Shay.
3: Well, you can find me in a couple different places. I have a podcast called The Power of Investing in People. You can find me there on everything, Uh, all the the podcast outlets you can find me on linkedin at shay sparks that's s-h-a-s-p-a-r-k-s you can find me on facebook at s-h-a-s-p-a-r-k-s shay sparks and um, instagram at i am shay sparks
2: okay that was shay and uh you know we're going to have her on the show soon too so you're going to get to hear even more from her soon Okay, coming up next, we have the one, the only, Jared Easley. And he is known for podcast movement and podcasting and being a pioneer. But what he's best known for that most people maybe not even realize is him is beatboxing. Here he starts off with the new theme song of Beyond the Rut.
4: Beyond the Rut. Yeah the rut. I've been my new
0: track. <laughs> Where do we send
4: the royalties? Done. It's yours. I like to help people get out of the rut by basically being kind and encouraging. I found that when you are nice to someone they are more open to anything that you are willing to share with them. Um, when people come to me and they're like, ah oh, you should do this like my first thought is to kind of build up a defense and what does this person want for me or what are they trying to tell me and who are they to tell me and um but when it's someone like yourself jerry who i know is my friend and who genuinely cares about me that i'm more willing to receive uh, that constructive feedback so i think uh, kindness and um a a spirit of uh, synergy and collaboration i think that speaks volumes and that puts people in a position to hear something that might not be what they want to hear but something that can help them get out of the rut so that's my first
0: thought yeah here's the great thing about that recording from Jared Easley i i didn't even have to ask him to come up and do this because he and i have a relationship that spans over 6 years via twitter when we met each other in person, it was like we had been friends in person that whole time. And he saw that I had set up shop and then I was interviewing folks and he was waiting for some folks to come up and uh, receive a prize, a door prize that they won by attending podcast movement. And so while he was waiting and I was waiting, he just came over and started beatboxing into the, the microphone. And I I was like, I'm going to record boom. And he just goes on for seconds. And then when I tell him, Hey, you know, that's going to be the new track for beyond the rut. He said, great, that's yours. Keep it. Because I'd also asked him, what do we pay you for royalties? And now I was joking, but still, he, he gave that gift to us. He gave us his presence and that personal time of his, even though he was there for a different purpose. I love that he is a noticer and he had somebody notice him early on in his career in podcasting, and this is his way of paying it forward. So now he has an annual conference that hosts over 3000 podcasters, producers, sponsors, and so on just to connect people with their voice, their vision for podcasting as part of that. And that's just who Jared is. So this is him telling us what inspired him. And I kind of gave it away already. It's that pay it forward spirit, but here it is from his own mouth. Check it out.
4: Uh, because when you've been there and you've struggled and you know what that's like, you, uh, if you are fortunate to move beyond that, then uh, for me personally, it just, uh, it, it's the natural thing to hold the door open for the next person because you know how challenging it can be when you don't have that. So I would say, uh being in difficult challenging experiencing experiences learning how to navigate those, and then being able to say, okay I want to uh, show grace I want to be kind and I want to um, you know encourage others and uh, it, whether it's uh, through giving them feedback or whether it's um, you know something simple like uh, a word of encouragement or, uh, you know, sometimes it's, it's supporting, you know, a Kickstarter. Sometimes it's just leaving a, a rating and review on a podcast. There's a lot of little ways by noticing others that you can, um, pay it forward. And so I, I hope people will do that.
0: And of course you can't have a podcast conference and not have a podcast of your own. So this is Jared. Tell us about "Starve the Doubts" and where you can find that show.
4: I have a podcast. It's called "Starve." Like you're hungry, "Starve the Doubts." Uh, so when you run out of episodes of "Beyond the Rut," and you need to run out of those first, then if you need uh, another podcast to check out while you're waiting for that next episode of "Beyond the Rut," you can check out "Starve the Doubts." It's at starvedthedoubts dot com and many other places where you can get your podcast. And then we have a little event it's called podcast movement uh, if you're interested in podcasting that's something to check out as well it's podcastmovement.com
2: okay it doesn't get much better than jared Easley, but we're going to try to follow that up and bring even more fire here we go with Eric Nevins. He is an incredible uh, friend of the show, but he's going to talk a little bit about getting out of that spiritual rut. I can't wait for him to join us on a full podcast, but check out these nuggets from Eric about how you can move past that spiritual rut.
5: I help people get out of a spiritual rut. So, one of the things I've realized is that uh, most of many of our churches, will lead you so far on the spiritual journey, and then life gets messy or faith gets messy or whatever it is, and they don't know how to take us through that to the next level. And if you get stuck there, it can be a very lonely and desperate place. But uh, my podcast is trying to help people know that that's okay, that the dark night of the soul, it happens, uh, spiritual desert, whatever you want to call it, and... And so I want to normalize that and let people know that God actually works in those times.
0: Well, that's that's powerful. And of course, we had to dig a little bit deeper and ask him, what is it from his own life that inspired him to help people in this way? And this was his response.
5: Yeah, I think it was a combination of factors. One was that I uh, have been asking the question, how do we grow since I was in high school? I've always wanted to know that. I may not have phrased it that way back then, but I realized that was the question that I had. And so I just pursued that. And it ended up taking me to seminary to, to study spiritual formation, which is where I, I discovered that. But also then when I went through periods that were dry or difficult, um you know it seemed like God wasn't there, all the all the normal things that you look to for security went away and I'm like, God, what are you doing? Um, I remember very clearly being in an office one time, praying and going, God, why aren't you speaking to me? Why aren't you leading me? Why aren't you fixing my life here? Well, that's what I thought it was promised, right? And um, it just felt very alone. And so I'm passionate about letting people know that you don't have to be alone. Number one, that God is still there, even if it feels like he's being silent. He hasn't gone away.
0: And this is where you can find his show halfway there. Eric, take it away.
5: Yeah, best way to connect with me is to go to my website, ericnevins.com. I recommend hopping on the mailing list. You can get, uh, I have a little download that is called What to Do When You're Mad at God. And so uh, it's based on the book of Habakkuk. I think he gives us a very good biblical example of what to do when God doesn't seem to be making sense. So ericnevins.com.
2: Okay, thanks as always to Eric because, you know, he just brings it. I can't wait for him to join us. Keep checking back, and uh, when we get him on the show, you're going to love hearing from Eric Nevins. Okay, as we continue on with people that Jerry just grabbed at Podcast Movement 2019, and by grabbed, I mean asked, nicely used his manners. Right now, we have just what is... The one topic that most couples, especially newlyweds, don't really want to talk about, and that is money. Dan Hines joins us, and he's got some great little insight into how you can get out of that rut of not managing money, speaking about money, or just dealing with money in a realistic way.
6: Yeah, so the rut that I help people get out of, I help newlyweds and engaged couples uh, get on the same page with money. And so what I mean by that is we are, as a just a society, we're getting married a little bit later in life. And so we've been working with our own money for years, if not decades, depending on how late you're getting married. And how do you combine that? How do you decide, do you get joint accounts? What do you do about credit scores? What if someone makes more than the other? How do you handle bills? Uh And so it's really just that uh, a, a couple that is a good couple And they want to do great with money, but they just don't know how. Like, what do we do next? And that's really what I help people with.
0: That's so very important, Dan. Now, what was it from your own life that inspired you to help people in this way?
6: (laughs) That's a good question. And that's kind of my origin story is that I was, my wife and I were newlyweds. Um, Probably it was was within the first year, definitely, because we were still in our apartment. And she came home one day with these giant bags from Target. Now, I think there were pillows in them. So that's what made them giant. But just from the doorway where I was uh, sitting on the couch, the first thought I had was, what the F did she buy this time? But I realized very quickly that that's a terrible thing to think. (laughs) I should not be thinking that. I should never think that again. So then I it it made me start to reflect on well what are we doing with our money because everything was still separate. We had we had gone through some uh, premarital counseling to decide okay, we're going to have like separate accounts and then we're going to have one joint account and do all this stuff. And we didn't do any of that. We got married, we got past the wedding, we got the thank you cards out. And then that was it. We didn't really come back to that money question. And so we were in that same rut as to say, well, what do we want to do next? How are we going to work together with our money?
0: And most importantly, Dan, Tell us where we can find you on the internet.
6: Yes, so my website is adultingwithmoney.com, and on that site, uh, I have a free guide for everyone. It's 20,000 words full of all sorts of advice to help uh, newlyweds and engaged couples get on the same page with money. Uh, So just go to adultingwithmoney.com, and you'll see, uh, you know, there's a pop-up and there's a sidebar and and places where you can sign up and get a a free copy right away. Um, And then you'll get my email address as well. So if you have any questions, use that email address or... On the website, there's also a contact form. Just send me a question, and I'll do my best to help you out. And
0: before I hand the floor back to Brandon, I just want to add a note here, how important and grateful I am to Jared Easley, because one, he invited me to the Speed Networking event on that first day of the conference, and that's how I met Dan Hines. So if it weren't for Jared's invitation, I never would have met Dan. On top of that, because I had to get out of my own comfort zone and meet total strangers, in a crowded place, I also was able to meet Dan. So a little pat on the back to myself, I guess, because I had to get out of my own comfort zone. Now I can get out of my shell and meet people. And that's what a lot of my friends notice about me and see about me and know me for what they don't realize is that I'm, I'm kind of an introverted heart. There's, there's only so much in my people tank and I have to retreat and, and big crowds kind of scare me. So Dan, if you're the same way, thank you also for being brave and meeting this strange, weird little man. So I'm going to hand the floor back to, da- uh, not to Dan, but to Brandon. Here we go.
3: Stay with us. We'll be right back.
0: And now let's talk about how you can use CapShow to repurpose and market your content. If you have a business like me, you can upload your cornerstone long-form content, like podcast episodes or YouTube videos, into Capshow, and it will create all your content marketing assets for you. And here's the coolest part. Capshow is more than just a robotic AI tool. It's a powerful blend of artificial and human intelligence designed by marketers to help you organically reach more of the right people on more platforms. Go to beyondtherut.com slash cap show, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day trial and see for yourself. Now, back to the show.
2: Oh, yeah. Dan, Dan is one of those guys that I think maybe every couple should be required to spend some time with before they get married and probably change their lives. Okay, right now we have Claude Call coming up, and he is... Going to share a little insight into his day job of dealing with special ed and trying to get beyond that rut of all education fits all people and making people part of the solution, not just part of the problem by complaining. Right. Well,
7: from a podcasting standpoint, uh, I, I don't I don't view it in those terms, but I can tell you this: like from my, my personal job, my day job, I work with special ed students. Okay, and I recently moved over to the high school level, and. One of the things I'm discovering is that special ed itself gets to be a rut for the students, right? In the sense that a lot of them know that they have a disability, they have ADHD, they have, you know, uh, uh, reading uh, difficulties, you know, comprehension, that kind of thing, but they don't necessarily know what that means. They like, they know they have the education program, but they, they have no idea how it affects them, so they're not really part of the process. Special ed becomes something that happens to them, and so. What I'm trying to do is break them out of that and, and get a little bit more involved in the process. And, hey, look, you've got accommodations. you got to start talking to the teacher about making sure that you get... I mean, yes, they have a copy of your plan. doesn't mean they're following it. <laughs> and so getting them to take a little bit more agency in their own education. And then the other thing is just preparing them for what happens post-high school. Um, you know, I don't want to just give them a diploma and cut them loose and, and so I'm trying to bring in outside agencies um, some of which have always been available to these guys and they just didn't know about it and others which you know just helping them find each other so what can we, can, hey look we've got some students who need internships, have you got spaces like that kind of thing and so I'll put the students and the people together and say okay here's some, here's some resources for you you guys, tell them what you do. And then go find the ones that, that you might actually find interesting. And this way, also, like, you know, we get to the seniors. And a lot of times when they're in their second semester, they've got most of their credits. So they've got modified schedules. And some of them are like, Woohoo, half day of school. And I'm like, no, 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 no. you got to look at it this way. It's like, take the other half. Go find the internship because you're going to need a job <laughs> six months down the road. And I'm finding that they are taking pretty well to that advice, which is nice.
0: <laughs> i got to tell you... Claude is the perfect example of don't judge a book by its cover because I never would have been looking for him to do an interview. And I'm going to be honest about that. In fact, the reason why I even interviewed him in the first place is because shortly after Jared easily recorded with me, this gentleman walked up to thank Jared for the scholarship to attend podcast movement. And shortly after that conversation, which I got to eavesdrop on Jared turns around, introduces Claude to me and before I know it, I'm interviewing him. We're having that conversation you just heard, and or the start of it anyway, because you haven't heard the rest yet. And I was blown away. In fact, uh, this next piece you're going to hear him talk about, I was choked up. I was just like, oh my gosh, this guy is an angel on earth. He is making an impact on people's lives who maybe they know what he's doing for them. Maybe they don't, but you probably don't know what he's doing. And now you're going to know. So this is what inspired Claude to do this kind of work. Claude, tell them what you do.
7: That's really good. Um, it was a little over 20 years ago I was working uh, with visually impaired preschoolers in New York City. And it was a job I thought I would hate. And I had a blast. <laughs> but what happened was we didn't run the... Every year the students have the IEP meeting, the individual education plan. Okay, And... So you review the plan, how they've been doing on the goals that were written for last year, what are your goals for next year, and what's going to happen. And so I went to, I had to attend the meeting, okay? It was run by the city of New York. And uh, I went to this one meeting, and I had written goals and whatever else for for the student. And basically what happened was the guy running the meeting didn't want to engage with the parents at all. It was pretty much, this is next year's IEP, sign here. I was like, whoa, wait a minute, <laughs> let's talk a little bit about this kid, you know, and and so when the opportunity came for me to move to Baltimore, you know, there was somebody I was talking with about it, and she's like, you want to have my job, because this is pretty much what I do, is I prevent those abuses from taking place, and so, yeah, I mean, she talked me into, into moving down to Baltimore, I've been there since 2001, and just... You know, it's, it's a lot of work, but it's it's also... It's, it's, it's very fulfilling, but it's also a little bit weird because, like, when a student no longer needs an IEP, you have to archive the documents for seven years, and then you shred them. You have to destroy them altogether. So, it's kind of weird, like, getting this physical manifestation of, like, how ephemeral your work is, because I did this seven years ago. Gone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now you got to give him some love and check out his podcast. So I'm going to have Claude tell you all about where you can find his show, where you can find him on Instagram and on Twitter, and just tell him how much you appreciate what he's doing for the world. you got to do that. Pay it forward, pay it back, something like that. Let Claude know that he is making a great impact on people's lives.
7: Well, as I said, the podcast, is a, it's a music history podcast. I, I do a deep dive on a different song every week. Um, it's called How Good It Is, and I... Very cleverly got the website, howgooditis.com, and uh, I'm also on uh, Instagram and, um, and, uh, and, uh, and uh, what's the other thing, Twitter, <laughs> Instagram and Twitter, at howgooditispod, and then similarly on Facebook at facebook.com slash howgooditispod.
0: Last but not least is Wendy Hart. Wendy has the cure for procrastination, and it's based on neuroscience, I met her at the speed networking event on that Tuesday, the first day of podcast movement, and we just connected and hit it off right away. And maybe it's because of my ADHD and kind of irony that uh, we put her on the very end of this episode. It's not like we were procrastinating or anything like that, but uh, anyway, listen to her tell you how she helps people cure procrastination. Take it away, Wendy.
8: Ah, the rut I help people get out of is procrastinating and having secret shame about the fact that they're not following through. Yes. So what I find is that after working with clients on six continents for 18 years, thousands and thousands of them, it's a common problem. And most people are unaware that procrastination is just not our fault. It's a design of the human brain to put things off. It goes back to our caveman brain hardwiring. So most of us entrepreneurs that are listening to the big gurus in the world think that everybody else must be able to get more done. And if I had good character, I ought to be able to follow through more often. But new science, Let's us know that you have a limited amount of that willpower energy every day. It's finite, and it's not the best way to get into action. So the gurus in the world, I think, are very well intentioned, but not so well informed about how the brain actually works and how you can get into action. And I teach people how to triple their follow through in uh, you know a third of the time with a third of the effort that they used to use, and no. Willpower is ever required because of uh, new neuroscience and sneaky brain hacks. It's pretty fun.
0: Now, of course, everybody's got a story of why they help people in the ways that they do. And this is Wendy's story. Wendy, tell us, why did you decide to help people in this way?
8: Yeah. I was the most stuck individual you ever met in your life. So we teach what we need to learn, and I had to learn it first. And I came from a home that was so colorful and violent. I tell people that we belonged on reality television, maybe too colorful for reality television. But I was born with a particular kind of drive and curiosity, and I thought, if I ever get out of here and grow up and make it, I'm going to discover what allows people to thrive and be happy, and then I'm going to tell everybody I know. So I looked under every single rock, and I went under Quest, and I studied uh, brain science and neuroscience and hypnosis and NLP and too many personal development models to count. And what I discovered was that nothing whole cloth actually worked at all, but I was a pretty darn good cherry picker, and so I take a little of this that really helped me, and a little bit of that, and a little bit of this, and I put them together in a new recipe that became the procrastination cure system—a complete system that compels you to follow through. And if you got a business, make more money. So um, that's what led to it, and uh, and I'm thrilled now to be able to share the things that actually worked for me and help businesses you know businesses triple their follow through fast and that shame falls away that they've been plagued with forever and that's just a nice difference to be able to make
0: and of course you got to check out her website and her show actually she doesn't have a show but she does have a website she does have a platform now listen to her tell you where you can find her and connect with her
8: Yes. My main website is procrastination-cure.com. So don't forget that little hyphen in there, procrastination-cure.com. And all the information is there. And I'd love to be able to help and support all your listeners.
0: In just a moment, I'm going to let Brandon sign off. uh, But he's going to forget to tell you one very important piece of information. And that is, if you like everything you heard in this episode, check out the show notes at beyondtherut.com slash 191. There we're going to show links or place links for all the people you heard from in this episode. So their websites, where you can hear their podcasts, that they've got podcasts, their uh, social media feeds, all that good stuff. Now, with that said, Brandon, sign us off.
2: Thanks for joining us with these highlights from Podcast Movement 2019. Again, if you have not signed up for Podcast Movement 2020, It's in Dallas, the big D. So come join us in Texas, and Jerry and I will be up there at it. And we would love to meet you and spend a little time together and see what uh, kind of trouble we can get into up in Texas. North Texas is a great place to grow up and be born, as most of you probably know because of all the statues and the national holiday I was born in North Texas many, many years ago. Take care, and rut. we hope to see you soon. If we don't see you, at least you get to hear us on Beyond, beyond the, the rut. rut. Now go out there and make your own path and live life beyond,
4: beyond the, the rut.
0: You know, the best thing I love about Capshow is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Capshowian myself...